Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Nerd Sports, we're going to learn that uh, you can actually name a bobsled uh, Let's Go Bra uh, Brandon, and it actually works out because everything goes downhill after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They named it Biden. Yeah. It all went to shit. <laughs> Anyways, big news. Uh, Super Bowl, our pick didn't pick out. We almost got it. Uh, Rams did win. Uh, what was it? And and you said today we're on the uh, let me click on that one. Uh, the was it Black Monday? Yeah, for NFL. Um, usually a lot of coaching personnel moves are made and announced, and but today there really wasn't a whole lot um what are you talking about not a whole lot uh david coley uh from the texans joe judge from the john well we knew joe joe judge uh brandon flores from the dolphins matt Nagy from bears mike zimmer from vikings uh vic van goey from broncos um, Stephen Hawking, help me out. <laughs> I call upon the power of Stephen Hawking. Fangio. Fangio uh, from the Vikings. Urban Myers from the Jaguars, which we already know. Uh, John Gordon from Raiders saying that he resigned. But that are all the coaches that actually uh, got fired. Only one that resigns. And uh, Sean Payton retires. Yeah. From the New Orleans Saints. So. Well, okay. So we had the Bengals pick to win this game. A lot and of people wanted the Bengals. Damn it. The Bengals almost pulled that shit off. I know, right? Um. I mean, literally that little shovel pass that he kind of flipped the ball out there at the end of the game yeah, uh, to avoid the sack. That was literally inches from being the smartest fucking quarterback play of the entire year. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that got pissed off about that. They were like, oh, why is he doing that? I was like, if it panned out, y'all would be singing a different tune. Like, oh, look at him. He's going to be the next Brady or some shit. I'm like, you know what? That's a cool story, bro. But you know, with... I actually had an argument. Someone saying that Brady wasn't a goat. He's like, oh, he's just, he's just this. He's just this. I'm just glad it's not Tom Brady. I'm like, really? You're one of those people that that, they, that uh, passively watched the you know the NFL. That not even that. It's more of a a person that looks on the negative on almost everything. Yeah. Well, Cooper Cup. He got the MVP of the game, and I'm o I'm okay with that. Um I mean, literally the guy is probably one of the hardest working wide receivers in football. Yeah. I'm not saying that the guy didn't deserve to win the Super Bowl or anything like that. Um, Sam Darnold, uh, you know, he finally got him a ring. Odell Beckham Jr. got him a ring finally, even though he 
either retore or aggravated that ACL blowout from a couple of years ago. I wonder if he's actually going to retire after that. Because if he blows it out, blows it out. I mean, they can work some magic, but they can't work a lot of magic. Yeah. um, Unless you're Magic Johnson, they can work as much magic as they possibly can to cure fucking AIDS. So, let me see here. Okay, so let me see here. Why are you doing that? We're going to go on the uh, Olympic uh, game count so far. Norway is in the lead with nine gold medals, five silver, seven bronze. Yeah, that's Germany not is notice. eight. It's not a surprise. Germany is at eight. Mm-hmm. USA is at seven. Uh, Netherlands is at six. Austria at five. Sweden is at five. Uh, China is at five. And... I was so racist. Why am I echoing? I don't know. Uh, Russia is at four. I thought they had more than that. Is that better? Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. I don't know. ROC, that's Russia, right? Yeah, the Russian Olympic Confederation. Yeah. That sounds better, doesn't it? Yeah. It it doesn't echo in my ear. So, yeah, I guess. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, France got three, and Switzerland is at three. But it looks like uh, what we we still got what another week or so? Yeah, yeah, another week of the Olympics. Really, but it's uh, February fourth to February twentieth. But USA jumped up; they were like number seven, and then they. Bumped up to uh, third place with a couple of wins. The women's slope style. Half the U.S. Half, half the U.S. athletes will be disqualified because the Chinese will find some kind of bullshit to disqualify them on. Wow, they're just not paying the right people like they usually do. What the U.S. or the Chinese? Chinese. Yeah. Well, they're hosting, so they don't have to pay. Um, but yeah, the Super Bowl. I mean, first half was basically all LA. Um, then the Bengals came out, scored seventeen unanswered points in the third quarter, and uh, well, no, seventeen unanswered points because they scored a touchdown just before the half. And uh man, I'm not the first play from scrimmage in the third quarter from when the when the half came back. First play from scrimmage, it was like a 74, 74 yard play, 79 yard play. Uh no, crap. Hold on. Okay, yeah, it was a 75-yard play, but 
you know, it, from what I was hearing on the radio, because I was driving back from Houston. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what a lot of them were saying is that Joe Burrow really never got into a rhythm. And there were, you know, the, a lot of, a lot of the pundits, radio personality uh, experts and everything like that, they basically said that um, LA was supposed to be there. LA was supposed to have won the Super Bowl because they went out and spent the money to bring in the personnel to do it. The Rams were not built to win next year or the year after. They were built to win this year. And and it's mostly because they wanted to make sure that Aaron Donald got his ring. And I'll, I'll say this about Aaron Donald. The guy is a generational talent. We, we don't see generational talent a lot. I mean, we see people with amazing hustle, amazing foresight, great football IQ, good baseball IQ, good basketball IQ. And that just means that they can see the field of play or the court a lot differently than other people. It's almost like they can read the code of the matrix while they're in the matrix. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but I mean, Aaron Donald is, I mean, there, there was even, I mean, there, there was even talk that he was thinking about hanging it up, you know, but I mean, he finally got his ring, uh, Von Miller. Uh, they, they signed him on the free agency deal from Denver uh, I mean, Aaron, I mean, Von Miller's already got a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos, but he said that I wanted to come to LA specifically to help Aaron Donald get his ring. That's all they, I mean, they were on a mission, you know? Yeah. And, uh, Cooper cup, he, I mean, it, it, trying to keep him bottled up the way that they did during the first half. He still managed to get a touchdown. Actually, I think he got two touchdowns in that game, but you know, it, it <laughs> what I think is funny is that Matthew Stafford for years struggled in Detroit, struggled, absolutely struggled. And so he comes to LA gets a good system, gets a good offensive line, has actual talent that can work around him. And he goes out and wins a Super Bowl. What does that say about Detroit? Uh, yeah. Because I mean, they, they that... tried to do the same thing. I mean, but there's, Detroit's team is still fairly new. Ish. Well, that's because they keep trying to blow it up every other year when they're, whenever the formula that they put into place doesn't yield any results. And it's like, um, hello, um, there are Cowboy fans that remember the year that they went one and fucking like 
one in one in seventeen or some shit like that. They had a one year, a one win season, and then they get a winning season, and then they go to the fucking Super Bowl. Three three out of four years. Yeah, they really do need to have uh, get the players on on a team uh, team type deal. Yeah, I, mean, I remember. I remember. I mean, you can pull this up. Uh, Andy Snuffs. Uh, the he had to do a, a team building exercise with uh, uh, the U.S. Polo team. Mm-hmm. Basically, he put them through hell week. Uh, a day, actually, no, it was about uh, an eight-hour hell week. The co- the coach was like, uh, uh, just just get uh, do your worst. And he's like, right on. I don't want to fucking be here either. So he just he just put him through the freaking uh, hell week uh, ringer for the seals. Yeah. And it it it. it and what a lot of people don't understand about like uh, Hell Week, one of it, uh, one part of it is to break you down to the point where to see where you go from. But it's also a team building exercise too. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean yeah. that's that's all the uh, spec ops type deal. It's it's more team building uh, exercises. Yeah, you know, and and what's funny is that. Like, there's an adage that says that if you lose the turnover battle, 99% of the time, you're going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. The Bengals did not turn the ball over at all. I mean, with the exception of that turnover on downs in the first quarter, they didn't give the ball away. The Matthew Stafford threw two interceptions. Um Joe Burrow didn't throw any interceptions. And they still lost the game. They didn't, there was no fumbles, no fumbles lost. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody fumbled at all. I mean, uh, Cincinnati had zero turnovers, period. Um, I mean, they made so, them work for that win, and it they, was, they did. Um, it was it was a great battle. Yeah, the time of possession was thirty minutes and forty seven seconds to uh, for LA to twenty nine minutes and thirteen seconds for Cincinnati. Damn, I mean, it was that damn close. Um, Cincinnati, I think part of their downfall their their offensive line, which had been you know, pretty good at allowing uh, Joe Burrow time to get out of the pocket and time to make plays all playoff long. I'm eating peanut butter by the spoonful of people. Don't fucking judge me. Or if judge you me. watch this on YouTube. Shit. But... <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, you have no idea. It just sounds like I got peanut butter. It's in the room in my mouth. But, um, I mean, I really want to say it. No, go right on ahead. The whole uh, putting peanut butter on your ball so the dog would lick it. I'm not lonely. <laughs> okay. 
I just every LA time. LA gave up. LA gave up two sacks. Matthew Stafford was sacked twice. Joe Burrow was sacked seven times, which coincidentally was a Super Bowl record. It was a, it tied a Super Bowl record for the most sacks by one defensive unit in a game. Oh wow! So. Um, that was Cincinnati another thing was, I was wondering. I mean, who, they they who only made twenty one percent of their third down conversions, whereas LA made forty percent of theirs. And that's a quick question. I I didn't I didn't think of. Were they both uh, the best offensive team or best defensive team? Um, they were both number four seeds. I, I don't know what their offenses and defenses were ranked. I know that they weren't the number one. Oh, that's so weird and off because usually it's the number one offensive team and number one defensive team usually. Yeah, usually. Um, Cincinnati really hurt themselves with a lot of dumb fucking penalties. Like there was a some lot guy running in off the sideline with fucking socks and sandals to help celebrate in the end zone get your ass back on the sideline dude i mean they probably would have still had to punt on that possession but you you took your team from the 20 to the 10 you put them in a hole early on a drive because why You, you couldn't contain yourself come on dude that's not a good look um unsportsmanlike conduct uh, I think there was like um, three of those. It's like, seriously? And then the, the two penalties that L.A. had called against them were uh, uh, false starts. They were pre-snap penalties. Mm. You know? Yeah, there was a lot of penalties like at the end of the game. Yeah, there was, and it was so retarded. Um, uh, L.A., I mean, I mean, Cincinnati had average yards per play. They would get five yards per play versus the 4.7 per play for L.A. Um, rushing yards, uh, L.A. got outrushed 79 yards to 43 by Cincinnati. Um, L.A. outpassed them 270 yards to 226. Um, I mean, but they still edged them out in total yards. This is how close the game really was. L.A. had 313 yards of total offense. Cincinnati had 303. Talking a 10-yard difference. One single first down. Mm. And um, let me see here. Uh, so it, it just, okay, so Joe Burrow went 22 for 33. He had 263 yards in this game, one touchdown pass. Um, Joe Mixon was the leading rusher for the Bengals at 15 yards. He had 15 carries for 72 yards, average four and at 4.8 yards per carry. My question was, as I'm watching that final drive, why wasn't Joe Mixon on the field? Especially on that fourth and one right there when it mattered. You didn't have your running back on the field. You went with an empty set. That allows uh, Aaron Donald to get back there. You get away from your game plan. I mean, you run it right up the middle. L.A. was having a hard time stopping. it. You could have gotten the first down and then opened it up. Pure plain and simple. But, I mean, we'll never know. And, and honestly, I think losing the first Super Bowl is going to be good for Joe Burrow's career because it's going to make him hungry. Um, yeah. I, I mean, absolutely make him 
savage. Well, I don't, hungry. I don't know because a lot of a lot of the people that actually win the Super Bowl and everything, uh, I think there was one I can't remember who it was. They uh, they won the Super Bowl, and as soon as they won the Super Bowl, reporters like. Oh, uh, what are you going to prepare for now? Are are you excited and everything? No, I gotta go. I gotta go prepare for the next year. It was just right. It was a downplay. I don't know who said that though. But that's not. There's not saying that Matthew Stafford's coming back. Yeah. Okay. Like I said earlier, and 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 Al Michaels said it last night. The the L.A. Rams were built to win the Super Bowl. They were purposely built to win this year. And a lot of times when you see professional teams build a roster to win that year, they, f- they, they flop the next year. Yeah. And they're, they're real. I think, I think maybe the Bengals might make it, make it to next year. I don't. I know they're going to be contenders. I know that Joe Burrow is going to get better. Um, he's going to, he's going to spend a lot of his time this off season relaxing. Um, and a lot of time this offseason reviewing film. He's going to learn how to break down defenses a lot better. And he's going to learn how to go through his progressions and his checkdowns a lot more fluidly um, during the offseason. Because when he reports to OTAs and pre, you know, preseason training camp, he, he's going to come in and he's going to be on a man on a mission type stuff. Um, so, I mean, look for Joe Burrow to come out fucking red hot shit next year yeah i mean this this he's just i i think we we obviously know that he's got the talent but his drive is going to intensify because he wants to get back to that game Mm -hmm. and you know uh listening to some of the pregame interviews and a lot of the interviews that they gave during the week on radio row um you know, you, you hear Joe Burrow talk about, I'm not going to say what a stereotypical quarterback response is. I mean, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's tired. It's, it's, it's cliche at this point, but a, a lot of what he was saying is, is like, you know, look, I mean, we can be proud and celebrate the fact that we're here, but we've got a job to do and we have to go out and win a football game. Yeah. And he wasn't looking to be like, I mean, I'm playing in the Super Bowl. He's like, yeah, the nerves are going to be there, but it's like, ultimately, at the end of the day, you've got one more game to play. Uh And I think next year he's going to go into it and he's going to be like one week at a time, one week at a time, one week at a time. And he's going to improve. I think as a player, he's going to improve. Now, whether or not Cincinnati gets behind him, decides that they want to draft properly, if they want to make the right offseason person, you know, offseason moves to to build an offensive line that will protect him, then, you know, I say go for it. But um, uh Uh, Awuze, uh, uh, the, the the defensive player for uh, Cincinnati, he came over from a, in a free agent signing from Dallas, uh-huh. um, and he had an interception last night, and 
you know, I'm just like, oh boy, you know, this dude. And, and the other guy was Jesse Bates. I think Jesse Bates was the one that caught it in the end zone. But, you know, it, I, I, I like the, the core group um, that Cincinnati at least brought to the game. If they can bring a lot of these guys back, and get them to buy into this system because that head coach that the Cincinnati hired for the season, he's not going to go anywhere for a little while. He's got the city behind him. He's got the team behind him. The ownership group obviously is behind him. Um, they may make a couple of tweaks here and there, but as far as like coaching staff, things of that nature, um, they may they may figure out linebacker coach or maybe a secondary coach, uh, bring in somebody that, that can offer different perspectives on how to use the system that's in place. Or they may come in with a brand new defensive coordinator. I have no idea, but Cincinnati's got some soul searching to do. Um, they're, they've got a good primary building block to, to base their foundation on. But as long as they don't go and have themselves a fire cell for the sake of having a fire cell, I think they'll be okay. Um, they will be a force to be reckoned with. And I think that they're going to own the AFC North for a while. Um, and, and, and you just kind of, you kind of look at it and, and I don't want to make the parallel to uh, Joe Burrow to Tom Brady, because uh, I'm not, I'm not anointing him goat junior by any stretch of the imagination because let's face it, Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that, Joe Burrow is going to come in and he's going to, and you know, he may reach out to some of these other quarterbacks around the league that have won championships. And he's going to be like, what is it that you guys do? I mean, I want to learn. So he may end up reaching out to people like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers and be like, Hey, you know, I, I, I really want to know what it is that you guys go through as far as your prep, you know, your, you know, preparation for each week, you know, what is it? And it's well-documented that Tom Brady, showed up first and stayed late, you know, kind of a thing. I mean, like he lived and breathed the film room because, I mean, he could tell, he could, he could, he could analyze the defense and make an auto, you know, make a change at the line of scrimmage if he needed to. And Joe Burrow, I think to a degree, he may be beholden to the city of Cincinnati, to the state of Ohio, to the, to the Bengals organization. But, you know, if – because you rarely see these franchise quarterbacks get traded around the league, you know, unless they're, like, later on in the career or something like that. Or, you know, um, like Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, who quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, he bounced around from a couple of different teams, um, followed Tom Brady for a lot of his career and then ended up in San Francisco. And then he got the, the Niners to the championship game to the NFC championship game this year. I don't know if he's coming back. So, I mean, we're going it, to, it's going to be an interesting off season for the NFL. Um, this is definitely one of the better seasons that I can remember. And I don't know if it's so much the fact that we were, you know, watching it for the picks and, you know, things like that. Uh, and paying attention to the different storylines, but yeah, that won't it, happen it was, until April, anyways. 
Yeah, but this was an entertaining season to watch, and, and it, it really was. was. Of, it was it was probably one of my more favorite seasons to watch in recent memory. You know, because I mean, hello, I mean, come on, everybody, seriously, I'm a baseball guy, so yeah. you know, I mean, I've even got a bag of fucking sunflower seeds on my desk, so you know, it's, I mean, it's 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 no mystery who I would, you know, what sport I would pick to watch if I was on a desert island. But yeah, pretty soon the only thing we're going to be able to talk about is a little bit of Olympics, baseball, and hockey. I think it would probably behoove me as the proprietor of this particular show on our channel to... uh, Get a little bit more educated about the game of basketball. Speaking yeah, of basketball, you really need to do that only because of one thing and one thing only. Yeah, my fiance is a basketball well, nerd. Yes, yes. And her dad was a basket is a basketball coach. Um, yeah, it'd be kind of weird. First meeting him, it's like, oh, what are y'all talking about? NFL, NASCAR, and uh, baseball. Why don't you cover uh, basketball? Well, Johnny's the sports guy, and he's an idiot with that. <laughs> I just I, no, it's not that I'm an idiot with it. I just don't fucking like basketball. I just don't. I can't. I. I mean, now, I'll, I'll watch I, the I, I say that. I say that. And, and if my fiance hears this, it's going to kill her a little on the inside. That I just I can't. Like I, I just. It's not that I. It's not that I want the game of basketball to be erased from the annals of history and disappear from the timeline. You had one job, Thanos. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So LeBron came out with, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, somebody from the New York Post snapped a picture of Snoop Dogg smoking weed right before the halftime show at the Super Bowl. It's like, um, that's like having how is this? How is this even up. remotely news? It's like having uh, was it Chong? Yeah, Chong being arrested for dr- uh, drugs. You know he has them. It's like, why are you doing this now? Yeah, exactly. Um. <sighs> I mean, even in the Super Bowl commercial with him with the light, uh, his new sponsorship with the lighter, they like played around with it, and someone was like, "Oh, I got a picture, uh, uh smoking pot." And yeah, you somebody... sold that. How 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 did you make any money? I mean, there's got to be like an archive of that. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, he so does it on live. Um, videos typical lebron james fashion um he tried to hijack the rams winning the super bowl um by you know he wants a joint parade for his um for his mickey mouse title and i say mickey mouse title because even though the lakers didn't win the nba championship last year they won it the year before during the covid year Mm -hmm. he wants the city of los angeles to have a joint parade let me see if okay. We Dodgers and Rams should 
all do a joint parade together. We live with a con- with a live concert afterwards to end it. City of Champions, three cups, three rings. Congrats, one Rams once again. It's like, okay, seriously. Did- so I'm like, all right, hey, just, you know, maybe somebody want to tell LeBron that we're a couple of seasons removed from the bubble that they the Lakers won and they're they're. No, I mean, maybe really. someone should just just go up to him. It's like, how about making? How about down. worry about making the playoffs this year, LeBron? You know, I mean, eh, just a little hint. You know, you're 26 and 31, lucky to be in the West. You know, I mean, theoretically, the Lakers are still in ninth place right now. Yeah, just kind of putting that out there. I mean, we those of us who had to suffer through Space Jam too. I didn't see what kind of a shit actor and he's LeBron so James be, is. Well, he, he was actually he, he was he, actually he got somewhat decent in Trainwreck. He got nominated for a Razzie Award for worst actor in a in a theatrical release. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> um i mean it'd be funny if lebron skipped a game just to go to the rams parade and and try to make it celebrating the lakers somehow he would he would i, I wouldn't put it past him i mean it's a little insane to think about it but it's I mean, almost it's almost as you, bad you wouldn't as have Kanye any choice West. but to laugh you really wouldn't it's almost um, bad as uh, back in the day when Kanye West like just ended up like uh, what what he did to Taylor Swift and what he did to Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, I mean, <sighs> I mean, I honestly think that this might be a low point in Lakers history, and not. James, you know, not what James Worthy said, but I mean, James Worthy said that the Lakers are at the lowest point in their 40 year history, you know, in, in 40 years after they lost to an, a quote, YMCA team. Who did they lose the Trailblazers. to? Uh, the Trailblazers. Oh. Yeah. 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 That happened. Um, well, I just, I just, I don't see. Uh... I honestly don't see. But trying to sneak their the way point. into a parade that's for a completely different team in a completely different league, a completely different sport, that is some JV Bush League shit. It, it really is. It's one of those moments is like, dudes, really, what the fuck are you doing? You sit the fuck down. And, and right. they're starting I mean, to get up. It's like, like, no, no, no. You sit the fuck down. Right. Well, they just, need, like they just football, need someone there just to do that. Right. Like in college football, the SEC is basically for the last decade or so been the majority of the dominant football conference right yeah i mean that's how it would be like it would be like vanderbilt or the university of kentucky or fucking old miss trying to throw a parade because alabama goes out and wins a fucking title no even even better even better it's like the newscasters from anchorman when they had that uh, newscaster brawl, that's basically what's going to happen, but it's going to be like different sports teams. I think LeBron just needs to go ahead and retire and he needs to go back to Ohio and just live out the rest of his life. Understanding that he is not relevant and he just needs to soak up the residuals from his shoe sales, pure, plain and simple. 
Nobody gives a fuck about LeBron James anymore. Not that they ever did, except for the people in Cleveland and the people in Miami. Nobody actually cared about LeBron James past what he could do for them on the basketball court. Because as soon as this guy tried to make himself relevant as in part of the political conversation or tried to make himself relevant by, uh, you know, making movies or anything else like that. The guy completely exposed himself, and I'm not talking about the indecent exposure kind of way. I mean, like the guy completely exposed every weakness he has ever had and will continue to have until the day that they put him in the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron James wants to be so much like Michael Jordan and or Kobe Bryant that he's either a willing to pay somebody to go look for his deadbeat dad and have him shot and killed on a backwoods county road or possibly get into a helicopter and crash into the side of a fucking mountain just so that people will remember him i mean i I know that that's a spicy ass take but yeah but no you're absolutely right i mean i love it when lebron james fails because it's like i i get to use the term lebron well he didn't you know and it's like la, la don't la don't james like you know i mean it, the guy i don't give a crap if, how talented he is he whines he bitches he flops he he's not as focused he, as a lot of the other uh other players he's that actually really not. do like a hundred times better than him he he relies on his name and his quote-unquote talent to keep him on that court. And he is not afraid Even to throw Shaq, management. Geez. Yeah, I mean, he's not, a, he's not afraid to throw his management, his coaching staff, or the front office people under the bus at all. I mean, this dude is not afraid to air his dirty laundry, and then as soon as somebody tries to call him out on his crap, he hides behind his contract. contract. He hides behind the union rep and's like, look, I'm being treated unfairly, or... And this is stereotypical of today's society. He plays the race card. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, bro. Even if it's an actual uh, uh, person of his ethnicity, that yeah, he would I mean, still the play the race even, card. He's not even a consistent NFL fan. He's been seen at Cowboy games wearing Cowboys gear, rooting for the Cowboys. He's been seen at Browns games wearing their gear, rooting for them. And now all of a sudden, oh, I'm an LA guy. No, the fuck you're not. You're just some lucky shithead that got, you know, that got drafted out of high school from Ohio. You brought those poor fucks from Cleveland something to cheer for for the first time in their lives since the Indians became relevant. Yes, I said Indians, not the Guardians, because that's just a stupid fucking name. Anyways. Did they? <sighs> yeah, okay. The best thing to happen to Ohio was the day that LeBron James left and took his shit show out West. And on that note, I guess uh, that that's, that's it for the episode. Angry me got a little angry Angry. there, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Angry. me got angry. The nerds, nerd, nerd portion of the show. The new Dr. Strange trailer came out. Yes. 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 And, uh, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier was heard at the end of it. Yes. So I was like, ooh. Um, Jack Reacher, I finished it. Wow. Yes, that was awesome. And it's already been renewed for a season two. Yes, it has. And I, I'm so happy about the guy that's playing Reacher right now. Oh, that yeah. That he got the part. He, he did, 
I've always always liked him, even when he played Aquaman in Smallville. Yeah, yeah, he was but, pretty good. I mean, he said that like like it was him and like another like 150 other guys he got asked to audition for the role, and you know he just. He just wanted to focus on being Reacher from the books, you know, because it's always described Reacher didn't, you know, Reacher said nothing. He just yeah. walked into there and it was like, and you know, he and I, I loved, I loved that. I mean, that that whole season was just great. I mean, they didn't rely on. I mean, yeah, you saw your tits and you saw your ass in there, or whatever, but they didn't rely heavily on the sex because it wasn't about that. Like I think there all. was only like a couple of there was yeah, I, think I think there was one. only two no one that's right yeah and and speaking of smallville the woman that played the wife of the the the, the dirty banker yeah she was uh uh she, she was lana, uh, lana lang yeah lana yeah lang. i was like oh hey that's what happened to her great i'm so glad to see her working again well she 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 works all the time it's just she's mostly working on stuff in canada because that's where she's oh yeah oh that's right she is there from she's a canuck that's right i totally forgot that eh yeah um and if you're part of our canadian listening audience give your balls a tug there ted fucker speaking of ted fuckers shorzy the trailer for it the spinoff for letter kenny was released today that is going to be a fucking great show i cannot wait for that to come out See all these segues I'm just throwing out there, man. Just I know, I know. Roll. And you're you're wanting to kill it and just. Well, I I always finish up early, so most right, of them and, are and, all right. So about that. let us not forget, okay, that we are recording an episode of of Nerd Sports on Valentine's Day. And you know, if you, you don't celebrate, let me let me let okay, me finish. Okay, okay, cool. If you if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day as Valentine's Day. Happy Single Awareness Day. Thank you. But seriously, if you have somebody, tell them that you're thinking of them. Don't get all like, oh, I'm going to get you fucking chocolate and flowers. And then all you're going to do is just hand them something that's going to die soon and then just remind them that, hey, while you're sitting there commiserating in your singleness, eat chocolate and get fat. There you go. No, uh, I've actually me and me and my coworker talked about this today because I thought about it uh, today, but mm-hmm. I he 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 said something I was like, look, I did this. I was like, because he got his wife a plant. It was like a fifty five dollar plant, but it was one of those things that I was thinking about. I was like, you know, I was thinking that too. Why do people just give you know de- uh, pretty much dead flowers <clears throat> and not like a live plant? Like, hey, see if you can keep this alive. If you can't, maybe I should shop somewhere else. You better find a green thumb pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, um, John Bert, uh, Berthnall's, um Punisher. Mm-hmm. He's wanting to come back to Punisher. He is. Oh, and he he's is? Getting into, he's getting a new MCU, MCU Punisher series, but it's going to be on Hulu. Yeah, all of all the uh, oh, that gritty stuff off. is going to be on Hulu. Well, yeah, no, okay, no, so... all the okay, Fox's stuff is on Hulu now. And... Right. <clears throat> See the Netflix series, oh, and, like the Daredevil. They brought back. They brought back Futurama. 
Yeah, but the guy who did the voice of the original Bender did not come back. Yeah. And there's a lot of people petitioning that they will not watch that show unless they do they they do recopies where they come back, you know, they have the original voice actor for Bender come in and do the voices do, do the voiceover. Something to do with scheduling or, you know, something about the contract or something like that. And they were like, you know what, fuck you, we don't need you. And they brought somebody else in. From what I understand, it doesn't even sound like Bender. Mm. But um but yeah, the the Netflix is starting to slowly pull down all of their Marvel series. Mm-hmm. And it's because Disney came in and said, eh, we're just going to cancel these contracts now. And it's like, because they're trying to pull all of their material material over to the Disney Plus side. And I'm like, oh, please don't go on Disney Plus. I was like, please let it go to Hulu, because at least at that point, we can keep the cuss words. Because, all right, so you remember that, did you ever see that movie, The Adventures in Babysitting? Mm-hmm. All right, so that scene on the subway where the gang is about to fight and, mm-hmm. and, uh, the gang leader throws the knife in that dude's foot. And he was like, don't fuck with the Lords of Mayhem. And she pulls the knife out of his foot and sticks it in his face and goes, don't fuck with the babysitter. They edited it or They edited that scene on Disney plus. And it says, really? don't fool with the Lords of Mayhem." And I was like, what? Come on. I mean, I tried to get past that scene. I'm like, it just ruined it for me. I'm like, Ugh. Way to go, Disney. And I'm like, come on. You know, it's like your kids are going to hear that crap. And you know that there's this entire catalog out there of movies that have less than reputable words. Because let's face it, a lot of the stuff that like Touchtone made, like a lot of the uh, stuff Legend that of TriStar Fox Pictures Fox. made, they were made in the 80s. In the 80s, well... We tried to fit the F word as many times into a PG rated thir- PG 13 rated movie as we could before you got that R. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I just want to say, let it go. But if they're going to move it over to Hulu and, and John Birdnall getting a good, a new series over there. Fine. Great. I want to see what they do with it. Um, I mean, especially if Kevin Feige is going to have anything to do with the direction of the series. And the fact that it's going to be tagged as an MCU event, awesome. They are also doing uh, the trailer for uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power. Oh, the, the Ring of Power? Yeah. I saw the teaser for it last night on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Eh, we'll see. I mean, it's it looks like it's going to be a series, right? Yeah. It's going to come out September 2nd, I believe. Well... What's there's nothing coming out. There's nothing coming out on Disney Plus. I and um, and Peacemaker's last episode is this Friday too, or Thursday. Yeah, I haven't even started Peacemaker yet. That's oh, fucking hilarious. I, 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 I get that it's going to be hilarious, but I'm just kind of like, dude, I've got so much on my plate right now that it's not even funny. I haven't even, I haven't, I haven't finished. Uh, I haven't even been able to sit down and finish the last season of Lost in Space. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, I've been busy. Yeah. You know, or, I mean, of course, I've only doing, got... I, 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 had a talk, I had a talk with a friend of mine with... Because he's like, you have a side hustle and you're, you're... Do you have any time to yourself? I was like, no, not really. I have to schedule it. 
I, I, I literally have to schedule all my stuff because I'm usually all, always busy. And someone's like, hey, can you help me out with this uh, uh, on Saturday? It's your choice to, I was like, not this weekend. So mm-hmm. what are you doing this weekend? Uh, one Friday, I got to go and do an episode and then I got to edit it. Then I got to put post it. Then I got to go and do a couple other stuff. Uh, I got to make sure a lot of other stuff is like put up and I, I'm not this weekend. I'm, I'm super busy. If I get my stuff, uh, pushed up early enough. Yeah. I would love to have weekends off, but I'm usually, usually busy. Usually if we, we get everything set up, like I want to get stuff set up like during the week so you don't have to worry about it, but right. it's, it's so fucking difficult, especially oh, with your yeah. schedule and my schedule. So. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. All right. So we're going to end it on this nerd note here. Um, going back to 1983. Return of the Jedi on the set, right? Mm-hmm. So we all know that Warwick Davis is the guy that played Wicket, the Ewok in Return of the Jedi, but he also played Willow in mm-hmm. the movie of the same name. Okay. So. Aren't they bringing back Willow? I don't know. I thought I heard something about it. If they do, it's going to be a complete redo. Whole new cast. Because, I mean... It's not exactly like Val Kilmer can say any lines right now. He can. It's just going to be, oh, they're making a TV series. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so George Lucas gave him the part of Wicket, and he had a five-minute scene. He was on screen for five minutes with Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, of course, you know, he finds her when she's unconscious after she crashes her speeder bike. He said that he remember her. He remember her being so kind that she would ask because those Ewok costumes were god awful hot, right? Mm-hmm. She would ask him, "Are you know, are you okay in there?" She would call him by his name, and in between takes, she'd reach down back behind the log that they were sitting on, pull out a a uh, carton of chocolate milk with a straw, and feed him chocolate milk and cookies in between takes. That's awesome. You know, and he was like, that's all an 11-year-old Ewok could possibly wish for. Yeah. You know, and so. I bet uh, he cried the hardest when she passed. Oh, yeah. Because I cried a little bit, but I was like, oh, dear God. Oh, fucking Willow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, And. That's why you you really wanna you really wanna drag Kathleen Kennedy out into the streets by you know with a rope and pitchforks and burning torches and just have her drawn and quartered for fucking wasting the last years of Carrie Fisher's life on absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like they could have done the heir to the empire, been true to the source material, you know, Timothy Zahn's uh post Jedi yeah. trilogy. <clears throat> And that would have been an amazing story. We still could have gotten the solo twins. Ben would have still been a thing. Han would have never died. And we might have still lost Carrie Fisher, but you know what? We would have had something that would have been worthy 
of her. Mm-hmm. So, but with that being said, um, yeah, uh, baseball, pull your head out of your ass. We need you. That's that. I, I got nothing. Okay. Well, I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. Thank you for watching Angry Me production of Nerd Sports. What happened to the victory? Victory. There we go.